something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Mr. Leesman. I'm Mr. King. Today we're going to be talking about the United Nations. Um, specifically, today's episode is brought to you by Diplomacy, uh, because there's nothing funny about Diplomacy. It's a very serious matter. So let's take it away. Yeah. We're not laughing today. All right, so the United Nations was born out of necessity, or at least the world powers thought so. Yeah, I mean, you just went through two world wars. I, you, something's got to give. I mean, really, it was created to do two things, right? So number one being clean up the messes of World War II, which was a lot, and uh, stand as an international peacekeeping body, you know, like what the League of Nations was supposed to do. Rip. That's a hashtag rip. Yeah, yeah hashtag rip. Uh, I mean, yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, take a look at what Europe looks like at the end of World War II, and it's just dust. Like, it's literal wreckage across the board. France well, and Germany. Fran- yeah, I was say, how's France doing? They're not. What about Italy? Oh, uh, gone. Germany doesn't exist anymore. Uh, yeah, no, like we, it, we should just we should uh, do something about that. Yeah, I mean, like Germany as we know it literally ceases to exist at the end yeah. of the war. Too. Well, it's right. It's broken up, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But um, I mean, even our good friends across the pond, the English, they they actually London they was some... bombed. Like, oh yeah, smithereens. That's a crumbled. Yeah, I mean, if Rumble. you're a big fan of Disney, if you got Disney Plus, is that if that's what you're doing yeah. right now during this time, uh, Peter Pan actually takes place during the bombing of London. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's the first of many things y'all are going to learn today. Right. Uh, so uh, now that the UN is created, uh, they had, by 1942, there were 26 nations that signed on, uh, formally opposing Germany, Germany, Italy, Japan, just the all of those Axis powers. I, I noticed that you tried to say Germany, Italy, and Japan basically as one mega word. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. how would you? Uh, you'd pronounce it the Axis germ, powers. Or, germ, germ, talpan, germ talpan. Yeah. Germ talipan. Yeah, that's a wow. That's quite a country. Yeah, it's a sad one. Yeah. It's a lot of evil. Yeah. Well, anyway, towards the end of World War II, the big three, which we discussed last time, but uh, the big three is Joseph Stalin of the Soviet Union, Franklin Roosevelt of the United States, and Winston Churchill of uh, England met at the Yalta Conference to discuss the post-war terms and agreements. Yeah, and I mean, we kind of already talked about it, is uh, the fact that at the end of the day, all of these these, um, leaders, they looked worn out, Um, especially FDR, who would later die not long after, um, and, you know, Winston Churchill, they were not young men. They, they had, the war had really dragged on and took a lot out of them. Uh, so they, uh, they, they really needed, they were ready for the end of the war. Plus, it, uh, I'm sure it takes a lot to raise a, a parrot. Yeah. Winston Churchill's yeah. parrot probably was eaten away. At that, that's it. That's definitely going to take a lot because they always talk back to you. There, it's right. like, yeah. It's not like it's, it's a dog. You're like, hey, go lay down, and the dog's yeah. like, all right. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, a bird, I feel like you could probably just put a blanket over and pretend, oh, it's night time. Uh, I mean, and then if you really don't like it, turn on a fan or open up a window, call some type of draft. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, it gets a little uh, chilly. Yeah. Um, So, 
once the Yalta conference is over, they were actually during the Yalta conference. They, they decided they were going to come up with a few, a few ideas of what the world was going to look like, because by the time this happened, it, we knew that world war two was going to be over soon and that Germany was going to lose. Right. So number one, they wanted to cause the unconditional surrender of Nazi Germany. That, that basically just means like Germany surrenders and they uh, acknowledge all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and not even the, just like a conditional surrender. They just did not want Nazi Germany, just the Nazi part of Germany, especially to exist anymore. That was part of, that unconditional surrender is that hey you stop existing they then split up germany kind of like uh the winners of wars do is that they'll carve up the the losers territory uh so they carved up germany into various zones breaking up germany and splitting it amongst the united states russia uh britain and then france just for being a good sport uh yeah i mean they they're like yeah we'll take part in germany yeah i mean and then like during the Cold War, they, they're like, we can't hang with you guys. And then basically the United States absorbs all of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and then they even further broke down Berlin, the capital, realizing just how important it was. And they broke it down under similar lines. Well, right. And Berlin, Berlin, was on the, Berlin was on the Soviet-controlled side exactly. of Germany. Yeah. So they wanted to split Berlin even more so, which, by the way, that'll be a very important thing to keep in mind for a later episode. Yes. We're, gonna, we're um, definitely going to hit on that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, right after the conference, FDR passes away due to complications of polio. Um, in my research, Mr. King, I was reading that he was actually on vacation because they were about to go dedicate the UN. Um, they're going to found the UN. And so he's like, you know what? I'm going to take a quick vacation before we do that. Hey, he's like, I'm going to go on vacation even if it kills me. And- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, which I mean, how it did. true are those? I think words? he had a hemorrhage. Yeah. I think yeah he, hemorrhage. He, he literally, he, according to the, the article, it, he literally sat there and was like, hey, I've got a bad head. I think his exact words, I've got a terrible headache. And then it was just like, hey, wow, what a headache. And then died. Like right there, just like slumped over and went unconscious. Right. So, I mean, that is. And his wife slash third cousin had to attend to him. So that's. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, and he died exhausting. right. Yeah. He died. It's a lot to take care of. Yeah. Um, she, she, she actually was helping him a lot. She actually becomes like a later figure. Oh, yeah. Huge figure as far as diplomacy goes. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't, you can't. Uh, underwrite Eleanor Roosevelt. I must, I almost said Ele- Eleanor Rigby, but uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Great song. But Great song. Um, um, you can't uh, write her out because she basically ran the country for mm-hmm. the last year or so of uh, FDR's, FDR's yeah, his tenure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. Harry Truman FDR takes dies, over. Right? So pour one out for FDR. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, Truman takes over. Exactly. Um, and it was not long after that, that they decide the government just as a whole realized that, you know, two terms was, <laughs> that's more than enough, uh, that they don't want somebody to have as much of a presidency as FDR did. Not that they, right. people don't like FDR. They just realized that four is too much. Well, so they, yeah. And a lot of our rules and laws and, you know, our entire bill of rights constitution is aimed at protecting and, uh, to stop, uh, a tyrannical ruler from rising up. Yeah. Not that, you know, who knows what FDR wanted to do, but um, they, they realized putting a term limit on the presidency is yeah, probably because, a good idea. Because I mean, yeah, FDR did it in like a responsible way and he, he didn't like, he didn't treat it like a dictatorship, but yeah. that doesn't stop somebody else from doing it. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, you know, you're going to have bad apples later on. Yeah. Um, so that two terms goes into effect 
gets signed, becomes the 22nd Amendment, and now Washington's original precedent becomes – Is now a law. Yeah. yeah. And remember, 2-2, two, two, two terms, 22. Okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, you know, just like, just like me. And I, I'm not going to deny that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so anyway, Truman, Truman. Truman's president, right? And now he's left to oversee what's going on in uh, following the Yalta Conference, the creation of the UN, all of that. So Truman actually called the UN Charter a constitution or a charter for peace, and a solid structure on which we can build a better world. To, I, I'm sorry, that's got a very like Illuminati feel to it. I mean, I mean it, we're just we're just trying to create a new type of world in order to prevent that yeah basically you're right yeah yeah it basically is a new world order it kind of gives like that structure of like a world-like government well you have one person at the the top right yeah and then you have a couple people below that and then a couple more people oh wait that's a triangle that is a triangle (laughs) yeah yeah uh so that 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 new world order goes into effect on october 24th 1945 uh it was ratified across the board almost immediately uh 51 total founding members right now uh you have about 193 yeah that's correct 193 members and the united states recognizes 195 nations ah well yeah well that's the whole issue with sovereignty and nations and all that stuff. There are countries that don't acknowledge other countries as countries, right? So, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, the most popular, or I guess, uh, best example we can give you is like a lot of the Middle Eastern countries don't acknowledge mm-hmm. Israel as a yeah. nation. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. So that, that idea of sovereignty and like uh, the whole idea of a country recognizing another country, get, that gets kind of messy. And at the end of the day, if you're not one of those 193 recognized members, you're a big jerk. You are a big jerk. The biggest big of jerk. all jerks. Because, like, yeah. what are you doing that means that you're not in the UN? I mean, yeah, I mean, the United Nations stands for peace and global security. It's like being under one big warm blankie. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to be lie. under one big warm blankie? With I love me a warm and... blankie. I love right. me a warm blankie. Well, I mean, not that kind of blankie. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but, uh, right. Uh, the basic principles of the United Nations is to stand for world peace Security Bullshit. stuff like yeah. that, right? Like maybe no again, maybe or big conflicts like that, right? Or dearmament, and you kind of stand up and you're like, "I'm not for that." You're, you're like, "Right, buddy, what are you for?" <laughs> then what? What are you doing? Are you, are you for nuclear warfare? <laughs> right? Yeah. Are you just trying to cause the total. You're, just one, the you're probably you're one of those guys where it's like has no idea how powerful a nuclear bomb is, and you're just like, just just nuke them. Yeah, I mean, just turn him into a parking lot. Right, and it's just like, <laughs> buddy, no. Relax. <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah. Um, so I actually wrote down here, so two countries that uh, the United States recognizes but are not part of the UN are the Holy See, or basically it's another word for the Vatican, because uh, apparently Catholicism is just way too good for international diplomacy. Like, we've got Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you want to know who my president is? <laughs> God. Yeah, and you're just like, well, I can't beat that. Yeah, uh, and then another one is Kosovo, yeah. uh, which is not part of the UN because Russia won't allow them to. Right. And uh, the, no. It, no. Russia is a, yeah, Russia is a permanent no. member. They, they have a lot of pull. Um, oh, yeah. 
Right. Yeah, but before we get into the other permanent members, I just want to state that so <laughs> while I was looking this up, there's a this 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 article it calls it a world tour of states not recognized by the <laughs> UN. And one, two, three, four out of the like eight are oh sorry. One, two, three, four, five out of the eight that are That's on the majority. It's just because there's a problem between that area of the world and Russia. Of course. I don't, yeah. I don't well, know. If, I, you've I ever, like, if you learned anything from your global history. Right, well, yeah. I mean, if you what learned anything pattern, from your global man. history, Russia loves their warm water ports, right? That so, they do. Yeah. That they do. And yeah, so. oh, I guarantee you every single one of those countries has, has one or is near one. Yeah, I mean that's like China and Taiwan. It's and they're just oh, like Taiwan. They're on mean, the list too. <laughs> Taiwan, you meant China part two. I don't yeah. know. Right. Oh uh, yeah, the island of China. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no offense to our Taiwanese uh, no. listeners out there. No. I love Taiwan. Love to visit one day. Yeah. I'm Hashtag sure. Taiwan independence. Yes, we're, I'm for it. Let's do it. Um, but we're here to make fun of team up and make fun of Russia. So that's right, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. So um, you mentioned earlier that Russia is actually part of the UN Security Council and that they're what's called a permanent member. What, right, and I, it was what is that? Right, I mean, it was decided at the end of the war that the world powers and the major players of World War II that came up as the victors Weird. probably have some sort of power in the world you know like give them make them superpowers of the world right so yeah. you have the five permanent members are china the united states surprise france the united kingdom england right and the russian federation so which at that yeah, point was, mean, the was union, the soviet union but but, but we we technically could have been like uh, uh, when the soviet union falls <laughs> later we could have just been like uh, 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 you gotta give up your seat you, you have to be this tall <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and but we're just like we don't want to have to deal with them. right. We don't want to have to deal with their crap. Right. Yeah, exactly. I so the, I mean so there's five those five um, permanent members. They don't cycle. They stay yeah. members forever. And ever and ever and ever. Right. Well, that was a Sandlot reference for anyone that well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but well i know you got it yeah I don't know. Who knows? uh so there are 10 other nations so there's 15 members of the security council in general those other 10 rotate in and out every two years it's almost actually i feel like sometimes like every year it's just like start they like well they stagger it yeah, yeah they do like i think there's um, there's one up this year or there's a couple up this year there's a couple up next year 2020 and 2021 and then again, yeah. it'll be 2021, 2022. It's just one of those that everybody gets to sit at the table. Right. Yeah. Uh, you get a chance to sit at the table. You got to make, yeah. So right now, um, the those other end 10. of the term. So yeah, you we have here is the ones that end. So you got Belgium, Dominican Republic, Estonia, Germany, Indonesia, Niger, St. Vincent's and the Grenadines, South Africa, Tunisia, and Vietnam are all yeah. current members on the Security Council. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that we, we want to like, uh, diversify the portfolio of the United Nations. You know, we yeah. want people from all corners of the earth, mm -hmm. not just the United States, most of Europe and the other, you know, like Russia, you know, like it, yeah. and China, you know, so, we wanted to diversify it. So. Yeah. So Belgium, Dominican Republic, uh, Germany, Indonesia, and South Africa all end this year. Oh, 2020 okay. is their last year on the seat uh, sure. with Estonia, Niger, uh, Niger, however you want. I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. St. Vincent, the Grenadines, 
Tunisia and Vietnam all are up at the end of next year. Next year, yeah. And I think there's actually like 50 nations that have never been a part of the like 10 rotating nations. You know, that's right underneath it. Let's see if we can find out something. You were supposed to blow up my spot. Yeah, I was on the United Nations website. So, so was I. Um, countries that never were... Well, I, we don't need to list off the 50. That would... That would well, I mean, I, I kind of want to learn. So. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll say... Oh, that. Afghanistan, Albania. I'm like, I'm not going to go there all 50. <laughs> at least they're <laughs> yeah. I mean, no one's really surprised to hear that Afghanistan is, an, is on that list. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, they recently just became a country. Right. I mean, they've gone through several so uh, revolutions and political yeah. instability so yeah weirdly enough israel not that they're not never been on the list and it's like you I, can you imagine the fit that would be caused if they got on uh yeah Council? i mean that's that's 100 a political that's thing. that's not for that's not for anyone's safety other than israel's like yeah, that's right. like we're doing it to protect right um um but i mean the united nations itself like you said there's a lot of like politics involved in the united yeah. nations who'd have thought right but it's been a very polar international and international political body and there's politics involved yeah who did what, what? The, the united nations has been very polarizing uh, yeah. since its foundation meaning like there are people that like it there are people that don't like it you know like it yeah it's polarizing. So it, it has had Listen, many successes and many yeah. failures. Like one thing, one thing uh, Mr. King, that we failed to mention with the Security Council is that when uh, something is brought up, there those five uh, permanent members have, so a they have to vote. They have to, not only do they all vote, the, the top five, those five permanent members have what's called the veto power. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, let's say, that, like, hey, guys, we're all going to invade whatever, some country. I don't know. Uh, any of those five veto it, it doesn't happen. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, one, they have. one veto, it's dead in the water. What was the name of that professor we had from Malloy? And she had Harvard? the red, she had the long red hair. Do you know? Do you know? Oh, Professor Fracture. Oh, uh, man, she what a she woman. she knew everything about. That. I learned so Literally. much. Yeah, like I remember going into her office to talk about a paper, and then she was like. Uh, yeah, this is actually my last semester here. I'm going to be traveling abroad and writing uh, like economic. Like- I still follow her on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't, yeah I've yeah. never had a Twitter. But- she um she she still writes about like economic policy like all over the world. Yeah, like didn't she like write economic policy for like the Bush administration? And stuff mm-hmm. like that? Like- I think so. Oh my god! Like if you were to go to her, she has a website which you know no free ads. Um, but I do remember seeing like her um. Yeah, let me see if I can find her about me. She used to post her. Um, oh, she's so smart. She's, she's way smart. Per- one of the top ten. She's smartest person. I, I I will I will to this day say she's the smartest person I've ever met. I, she probably like, doesn't totally. remember me at all. But definitely like, doesn't remember me. Man, she it's, yeah, she was kind of scary. She was very scary because she wasn't afraid to absolutely just bury you on the spot. I'll never forget. There was this <laughs> girl in my class that was like my dad was walking by the UN and like was talking to the the prince of such and such a country and the, and she literally was like stop they don't have a monarchy you're so wrong yeah well I, she would they're also not even a country right. <laughs> she, she i mean i mean obliterated this girl's hopes and dreams in front of the entire I would only I, raise my hand if oh, I 110% you knew, knew the you had answer to know what you were talking about and i was still wrong sometimes like it's yeah yeah are you kidding? You'd be like, I got this. I've never one plus one is two. And she's like, well, actually, and you're like, 
damn <laughs> come well, on was, well and side note that was like sister francis oh we, my god for the side note mr movie. mr leesman and i went to a private catholic uh college so we literally uh, had a professor who was a nun and she was about like she four was like five i was i was gonna say four seven but yeah that's probably giving her a couple but she used um, to walk around with those you know those like window poles and like story right you hear the stories about like nuns hitting you with rulers this lady would yeah. have window poles yeah and the best is like i'd be writing the, notes and she'd be like no yeah to, the best my favorite story was this one girl two stories one was this girl walks in five minutes late to class and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know class started at 8.05. I'm like, I'm already deep into today's lecture. Oh, it started at 8 o'clock. Sit down and shut up. And you're just like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> then this one girl got a question wrong. She would just be like, you, what are one of the causes of World War One?" And this one girl would just literally just went, <laughs> like, yeah, that, like panic. Well, I was I was taking notes one time, and she was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm taking notes," and she's like, "Not while I talk." And I was like, "Well, she <laughs> she didn't write anything do? down." Yeah, no, no, you just had to memorize all of it. Yeah, uh, so, and yeah, yeah, she literally told this one girl in my class that it's a good thing she's good looking because she isn't gonna make anything out of herself. She <laughs> could just marry someone rich. Yeah, I was like, well. Oh, you heard the air leave the room. Yeah. It's eight forty-five in the morning. Like, right. give the girl a chance. Yeah. All, all of that aside, also a fantastic person, though. He, oh my god! Outside of the classroom, the she was the sweetest woman. person. Yeah. Sweetest woman ever. If you were on her good side. Oh yeah, not very nice. No, she would side. bring. She would holy God's fury. You. She would holy roll you out the door. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like you <laughs> it, was, it was something but uh yeah professor frasher she was like she i and I'm, i've took i took what's that what's that movie is it it's not zero, dark, zero 30. dark 30 yeah with the, it, the girl that found ben red Locke. hair i'm red. i'm also it's convinced her. That it's her. i'm convinced it's her I'm gotta be professor Fra- dr right. frasher yeah if you look on her about me on her website it, yeah sorry sorry off. dr frasher if you're listening obviously like, you I are served, I, I served in academia for nearly 15 years specializing in counterterrorism finance any money anti-money laundering data privacy and international monetary affairs i'm too stupid to read that sentence correctly <laughs> <laughs> and, and we have multiple degrees right? a, <laughs> i was like oh my god yeah Spell that. No. <laughs> I can't. You? Damn it. No, you cannot. Oh, my God. So, anyway, back to the United Nations, right? So, yeah. First so off. The United States. So, yeah. If you're on the Security Council, you can, the, if you're a permanent member, you get to veto. If you veto, it's dead in the water. Back to business. Yeah. Um, you so the United Nations point it was polarizing. Oh yeah, it's very polarizing. They've had many successes and many failures. Yeah, I like mean, big ones. I, like I said last episode, uh, why half-ass two things? You can whole-ass one thing, and when That's they right. whole-ass a failure, I mean, let me tell you, they go in on failure. Oh yeah, they, oh, yeah for they sure. Fail in the most epic of ways. Yeah. So let's start with the the positives, right? <laughs> yeah. So first, uh, first off, you have something called the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And that's kind of a mouthful to say, but mm-hmm. anyway, it's pretty self-explanatory. But they also gave a concrete definition for the term of genocide and yes. laid out rules and regulations for its members if yeah. uh, one were to happen again. So if a genocide were to break out, if the United Nations decided that, hey, we're having an issue of a genocide here, this is what we all have to do. And yeah, that's kind of the whole concept behind the United Nations is mm-hmm. power numbers. If we all group together to stop this one bad situation, it'll stop because 
it's 193 people versus one. Like it's just gonna. Yeah, the whole idea was to never, never works out have, that way. Never have another Holocaust and stop genocide from happening. And the whole like idea was like, quote unquote, never again. Yeah. Um, except for never again happened quite a few times. Oh yeah, and like like we said, the Holocaust was bad, and that's an understatement. And we couldn't let that happen again. Um, except the United Nations sort of has. Uh, there have been several genocides since the United Nations inception. To name a few, you have Rwanda, Darfur. Uh, which, by the way, Hotel Rwanda with Don Cheadle, excellent movie. Another fantastic uh, movie. Yeah. We should make another podcast of just like a movies. film club of just movies from. Yeah, about. sure. Well, I mean, who wouldn't want to hear that, right? Um, then you have Bosnia yeah. and Herzegovina, Herzegovina, Cambodia, Armenia. Which, I mean, some some countries don't even want to pretend even happened. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of countries that pretend that doesn't happen. Uh, you even have. Cha, uh, Ch- I, I see. I yeah, China's Mao Zedong, who was a permanent member of the Security Council. Yeah, he starved his own people. Yeah, he starved his own people, killed his own people. You yeah. know, just and then again, another permanent member of the UN Security Council. You have the Soviet Union. They forced the famine on Ukraine. Uh, I, I think the story goes that like there were farmers that were protesting the collectivization of their grain because they weren't being left enough to feed their families and then the soviet union was like oh so you want to complain huh and this is under <laughs> joseph stalin yeah Ooh, it's no, like we'll no, give you something no. to complain about right? that's like and, yeah that's, that's essentially like when your parents like when you're upset and it's like i'm gonna give you something to cry about yeah. and then starve you for years and this all happened underneath the nose of the united nations and under two permanent me- they're still there I said, I yeah. you know, Soviet Union well, and Russia, mean, but Stalin and now ain't. <laughs> well, no, they're dead. They're super Thank dead. God. But um, yeah, I mean, that happened all under the nose. And the United Nations, for a lot of this, like, for example, in Rwanda, they looked at it, they saw what was happening, and they go, that's not a genocide. That's a civil war. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, like, even though the genocide term is like laid out and it's like guidelines, um, they turned a blind eye to it. They make excuses for certain things. It's like not specific enough that they're still able to weave in some like gray area. Yeah, absolutely. And to give you an idea of how bad some of these uh, genocides were, I mean, Rwanda happened over eight months or so. Mm -hmm. 800,000 people are killed. Gone. Like hacked to death by machetes. Eight months. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, you have, sorry, you have um, burial fields in Cambodia. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... It's terrible. Um, I mean, they're actually they're estimate there are estimates that um the famine from Mao uh so here just to give some like context here. Uh what are the numbers? Like six million Jews died in the Holocaust. Uh that's I'm not like sure a off the top of my head, startling, um startling number. Like that's all still a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you know, there, those are, I mean, obviously their estimates is about like 6 million, I think 12 million people total died in the Holocaust. Yeah. I think that's, um, right now we're talking about the great famine under Mao and they're talking like upwards of 45 million people. Yeah. And this, this happened under something called the great leap forward, which is ironically named, you know, the great leap forward was supposed to be like this cultural and technological shift in Chinese communist party and, and it's in the country. Um, 
and they were supposed to leap forward, become super advanced, and under this, millions of people are killed. Mm-hmm. Millions. I mean, I mean, we we give a lot of crap um, for Hitler. I mean, rightfully so, but like Mao and Stalin kind of kind of fly under the radar. Get a pass. Right. Like, yeah, those are like the the three worst people yeah. ever. And they're all neighbors. Yeah. Well, yeah, on the river of sticks. Well, now they are. But yeah. I mean, think about it. You could probably. That's you, in hell, by the way. Yeah. If you want to go by a 1940s map, you could connect the three of those. You can connect, you know, Russia to China uh-huh. and Russia to Germany. Like they were just literally next door neighbors. Right. Yeah, practically, so, right? So, yeah. Um, but however, the United Nations, all those, all those, all those, they had geez, a lot of positives. Whoa, yeah, I can't I, talk. I, I, yeah. It, it's like the yips coming back yeah. and forth. The two of us. There are a lot of humanitarian aid that the United Nations gives around the world on a day to day basis. Yeah. I mean, literally, hour by hour. Uh, they f- distribute food around the world from countries like the United States, where there's a lot, to yeah. countries uh, all over the world where there aren't any. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, that it might not seem like that's a big deal, but that is a huge deal. How many people die on a, mm-hmm. in a day-to-day basis from starvation? It's yeah. the fact that we're able to provide certain, you know, certain groups of people, some people with food. All, you know, it's it's not enough, unfortunately, but you know, it's better than nothing, I suppose. Yeah, they do work. Not, not on trying climate. to be insensitive, but no. Yeah. They do work on things like climate change, even though that. Yeah. I mean, you could also argue that it's not enough, but like you know, they, they do trying. do something. Yeah. Uh, and they work on vaccines and providing vaccines for diseases all around the world to countries that don't have those vaccines. Other types of medical assistance. I'm sure they work with like Doctors Without Borders. I was going to say Doctors uh, Without Borders and very all that yeah. stuff. Um, the uh, you know the Red Cross, um, and then they have the whole idea that human rights, like the the Declaration of Human Rights. Well, some that's their whole like background, bread, bread and butter. Yeah. Um, you know, some example. Uh, here's, I mean, we're gonna give you really quick. I'm gonna run down a few of those human rights. There's like 30 articles. We're gonna run down like a few. Uh, yeah. Number one, it says we're all born free and equal. We should have our own thoughts and ideas and treated in the same way. That's right. number one. Um, again, this is like a super simplified version of it. I mean, the real ones have like a lot of that lawyer, like political jargon. Yeah, I mean, you can find it on the United Nations website. If you really <laughs> yeah. Want, but. Uh, you know, they fight discrimination, no discrimination based on whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the right to life, liberty, uh, and security of person is what they use. Um, no slavery, no torture. Um we're all equal before the law. It doesn't matter who you are. You break a law, you should be uh, forced to stand against for it. Um, you have rights no matter where you go. So, like, just because you're from one country and you travel to another doesn't mean those rights magically stop. Uh, the UN says that we have rights wherever we are. Mm-hmm. They're universal. Um, yeah, and to tie in that that we're all equal before the law, you have the right to a trial. So, if you break the law, Everywhere. you have to stand in a trial. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Obviously. Who you are. Well, and then here comes the issue of the United Nations. Countries are sovereign; they're independent yeah. and free. Do yeah. these do even its members? Do they have to listen to what the United no. Nations says? No. no. I mean, literally not. everybody considers you got like President Bush, President Obama, even President Trump. All are to an extent. You can hop on Twitter, and everyone's saying that they're war criminals. Yeah, I mean, there are. I mean, there's been instances where the United Nations has been 
told by the United Nations or the United States has been told by the United Nations, yeah. you have to pay reparations to certain countries. And the United yeah. States has looked them straight in the eye and says, nope. <laughs> no, because, uh, you know, that's what we do. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're yeah, a top you, contributor and we don't have exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. Which I mean, obviously breaks, paying. I'm not saying that I would agree with that, but no, that's kind of how the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. And that yeah, breaks like, one of the foundations of yeah. the United Nations itself. The United, all, the United States kind of like looks at it and was like, weird. So you want us to pay all that money? I think that's going to have to come out of your budget. Like right. we're going to give you $5 billion to run this year. Uh, you want us to pay $4 billion out of right. our pocket? Guess what? Right. That, that $4 billion is coming out of your pocket. Well, and Donald Trump has been, you know, not saying pro or con, but Donald Trump has been doing a lot to like limit the amount of funding that goes to things like NATO, United yeah. Nations. Or something yeah. Like that. He, he, that's for Donald another Trump, day. Yeah. Donald Trump ran on the idea that people need to, that we foot the bill for NATO mm-hmm. and that other countries need to fork up. And he yeah. has been, that's something, I mean, like him or not, he was successful on that. Yeah. I mean, he's been true to his word with that for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's basically the United Nations in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, and we it's important of, to understand because these are things that, you know, maybe not super intertwined with American history itself, but it's something that affects us on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I mean, think about, so like go back and think about everything we said and like why we created the United Nations. Mm -hmm. I'd like think about whether or not you, I mean, whether or not you think the United Nations belongs in the world in 2020, think about the world in which it was created. Like think about what had just gone on um, and what they're trying to prevent. I mean, the worst like events to ever happen in in history yeah. happened yeah right I mean, there, all back to back to back yeah. so we're like you know we gotta have we to, need to step do something up. yeah we need to cool it we need to stop and we need to actually like we actually need to like do something change the world but again that's that's basically it mm-hmm. um yeah so bye see you guys United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic, Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana, and still, Guatemala, Bolivia, then Argentina, and Ecuador, Chile, Brazil, Costa Rica, Belize, Nicaragua, Bermuda, Bahamas, Tobago, San Juan, Paraguay, Uruguay, Suriname, and French Guiana, Barbados, and Guam. Norway and Sweden and Iceland and Finland and Germany now hold one piece. Switzerland, Austria, Czechoslovakia, Italy, Turkey and Greece. Poland, Romania, Scotland, Albania, Ireland, Russia, Oman. Bulgaria, Saudi Arabia, Hungary, Cyprus, Iraq and Iran. There's Syria, Lebanon, Israel, Jordan, both Yemen's Kuwait and Bahrain. The Netherlands, Luxembourg, Belgium and Portugal, France, England, Denmark and Spain. India, Pakistan, Burma, Afghanistan, Thailand, Nepal, and Bhutan, Cambodia, Malaysia, then Bangladesh, Asia, and China, Korea, Japan, Mongolia, Laos, and Tibet, Indonesia, the Philippine Islands, Taiwan, Sri Lanka, New Guinea, Sumatra, New Zealand, then Borneo, and Vietnam, Tunisia, Morocco, Uganda, Angola, Zimbabwe, Djibouti, Botswana, Mozambique, Zambia, Swaziland, Gambia, Guinea, Algeria, Ghana. Uganda, Lesotho, and Malawi, Togo, the Spanish Sahara is gone. Niger, Nigeria, Chad, and Liberia, Egypt, Benin, and Gabon. Tanzania, Somalia, Kenya, and Mali, Sierra Leone, and Algier. Dahomey, Namibia, Senegal, Libya, Cameroon, Congo, Zaire, Ethiopia, Guinea, Bissau, Madagascar, Rwanda, Mayor, and Cayman. Hong Kong, Abu Dhabi, Qatar, Yugoslavia. Crete, Mauritania, then Transylvania, Monaco, Lichtenstein, Malta, and Palestine, Fiji, Australia, Sudan. You too.